for joining us for this week's chapter of Not in the Textbooks podcast, where we sit and chat about the nitty-gritty never discussed in any of your textbooks. I'm Tanja. And I'm Audra. But before we dig into today's chapter, let's clear up some business. This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. The views within are our own or are our guests' own. They do not reflect our profession, their profession, or any entity with whom we may have connections for employment now, in the past, or even in the future. If you need medical attention, advice, or care, please seek your own personal medical practitioner, not our podcast. We hope you enjoy. Hello. Hello. And how are you? Fantastic. Good deal. How are you? Super fantastic. Jordan is with us again. He wants to say hello. Yeah. Hello. So, um, Tanja, I've been yesterday night. My mom and I went to see the Disney Pixar movie Lightyear. Fantastic. Did you enjoy it? Yes. Good. So the movie was good? Yes. Peter Son was 45 years old to play the voice of Socks, the robot cat. Very cool. It was good. It was cute. I didn't think good. I was going to like it as much as I did, but I did like it. Yeah, me too. Good. I'm so glad you liked good. it. Good. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it and had an opportunity to see it. Yeah, Tanja, the other movies on July 2022 are going to have to be The Legend of Hank, Minions, The Rise of Gru, and DC League of Super Pets. Those are all coming out this July. Three movies. Well. Okay, bud. Awesome. So... Okay, so he's about to get some ice water, which means there'll be some noise. Um, what was your good, bad, and ugly this week? You mean the good, bad, the so ugly? Uh, my good was... Um, I don't know. I guess I made it through the week. I, uh, all the inspections on the house are done. Um, now, of course, you're waiting on the bank do their appraisal right or the appraisal people you know to do the appraisal yep and uh then i guess eventually they're gonna say okay we're ready to yeah go to closing on the on the date we picked but who knows because we we have another holiday coming up, so that's going to, uh, of course, prolong things for a couple of days. Um, so we just we're just waiting. My bad, the waiting. Yeah. The ugly, the waiting, mm -hmm. and the stress, and the waiting of buying a home. I just I don't understand. I don't understand if if I if I had gone to a car dealership. With the amount of money that I have laid down, I would have drove off in a Lamborghini that could drive itself. 
<laughs> and then I would like own something. I've already laid down so much money that I'm still waiting. I, I it, it, yeah, that I don't like that part. I don't mm-hmm. understand that. Um, I'm so glad that in my world, if a doctor gives me an order, I have so many hours to fulfill that. Um, and, and I know that everything has this process. Not everything works as fast or the way that I want it to. I just think these items have been done. We kind of did our part, you know. Yeah. No one's occupying the house at the time. So give us our keys. Tell us where to sign so I can meet the movers and move on. Right. Because at this point, I'm 17 days. We're 17 days out from closing day, mm-hmm. the day that was set forth as closing day. And um, I'm still living on the hope shirt tail that, you know, everything's exactly as it should be. I, yeah, we still, ha- I guess, have eyes to dot. Well, not us, but finance people are are financial people that handle you know all the money Mm -hmm. still have i's to dot and t's to cross i just wish they were a little quicker at it Mm. Mm -hmm. uh but other than that i mean thank goodness all the inspections uh there were some things you know just minor things that yes i'm sorry uh uh, the the seller does have to uh, take care of those few minor things. Um, I was worried about uh, the pool passing inspection because yeah, it was like, like whoa, green, whoa, whoa green. Um, but no, everything is good. It just needs- and the little fake toilet or or the little fake bathroom. Yeah. That that is outside. That I was told it's just for looks. It's non functioning and. Who put that out there just for looks? It doesn't even have a front freaking door on it. But anyway, it's functioning. It's hooked up to the septic tank. So you could use that when you're outside swimming, right? If you put a door on it. Uh-huh. Yes, you could even take a shit out there. Okay. Uh-huh. If you so desired. I mean, I I hope no one wants to because then that's a another bathroom I'm going to be responsible for cleaning (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so please find a house uh, find one of the free bathrooms inside to go because chances are I'm probably going to forget to clean the outside bathroom Um, so yeah you know just just a waiting game and you know I patience is not one of my strong suits sure. uh, you know I just think things should go a certain way and um, not everything goes the way I think or expect that it should and that's frustrating so other than that to be quite honest it's been a really good week I'm trying a new thing at work and so far it's working for me it's, it's fabulous oh yeah uh, yeah see um, I'm not at work to make friends, and most of the people at my 
current place of employment, most of them, um, I'm not looking for friendship. So uh, I have still been practicing respond to my patient's needs, staying in my patient need bubble with my uh, little racehorse blinders on. Yep. And I am only focusing on my job description and my job description alone. When I'm sitting in a meeting, when the meeting starts to go awry because you got three little different conversations going on and you got one over here and you can't even hear and this and that, I actually now say, okay, well, um, if this meeting is over, then I'm going to go. And then everybody's in their own little conversation. So guess what I do? I get up and I go and I do wound care. Yeah. And I stay in my own little bubble. I don't, and I don't let others penetrate my bubble for uh, any true length of time unless it's necessary. Um, I've set my boundaries and then uh I deal with the crossover as needed. And actually, my last week at work has been actually pretty good. Now we'll see how this next week goes, because believe this or not, uh, I have to train a new sister facility wound care nurse. Lovely. So I guess it's not so bad that uh, my company wound report isn't 100% up to date. So I could quit worrying about that that if I'm going to actually train someone yeah that sounds like a blast uh yeah I guess I'm hearing that I'm a fabulous wound care nurse and that um I'm one of the best that uh the company has um so hmm there's that. There's that. That's, there's that. Um, and I'm still learning, so which we all do every day. But anyway, mm. um, I am. I am going to have someone with me uh, Monday through Wednesday to train. So fun. There's that. Well, I mean, I'll set it up that way, but. We'll see. Yeah, we'll sure. see. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So, so uh, do tell me, um, how was your week? Um, yeah, it was super fantastic. Um, my good was we went to the movie again. We went swimming again. Um, my new office mate, you know. They moved my office from... Right, I remember. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and we've had conversations about coding and different things, and it was... Um, and I have to I have to correct charts that come back that, right. you know, need either mm -hmm. greater specificity or um, sometimes the, the evidence of what was coded isn't there. So right, right, I right. have to change based off of our face-to-face -face what the diagnosis put in was and things like that. So they've brought those to me and 
my office mate said, you know, if you notice something that I'm not doing correctly, you know, I want to learn right. I want to learn how to do it. And so um, I started showing her some things in the book that I've noticed because I was taught a certain way. She was taught a certain way. A different, yeah, yeah. And coding guidelines change probably two, three times a year um, uh-huh. at least. And so... At a mem- minimum, they're going twice a year. Sometimes there's that third one. They creep in there. And, you know, so some things that I've noticed that were old trends that aren't anymore. And so I was showing her and showing her different things in the book. And, um, and you know, she was showing me things. And so we were bouncing things off of each other. It slowed the coding down for the week. But we both learned different things. So that was good. Like, we were both very happy about that um Mm -hmm. the bad was then she got upset not upset like that she was told she did something wrong but upset that she was doing things wrong this whole time yeah that that I've you know what remember when I was at my previous place and I was doing stuff quarterly that wasn't supposed didn't need to be done quarterly and I had been overdoing so much for almost a year and I was like are you freaking yeah so I can relate to that poor honey and so then she went to say I I I, I've noticed in the last week that I've been doing all this stuff and I wasn't even using the front part of the book I you know and I didn't understand that I how how it's necessary and Anyway, it was it was a thing, and so she's crying. So that was my bad and ugly is that I made my office make – I didn't make her cry. She's a crier anyway. And I was like, you're not doing a bad job. It's not like you screwed no. up so bad. No, I no, but sometimes your own disappointment and upset with yourself is worse than if someone else was upset with you. Well, and, and, and like I said, it's not like she was – grossly doing something wrong it was just like oh hey well since it's the third time you've asked me and I do know that there's a couple of things you know and I was like and I'm sure I do stuff all the time and you know later in the week we were looking through stuff and I'm like well I've been screwing that up oh I've been screwing that up okay we're just gonna move on you know it's like right that's the world of coding you can't memorize you know a hundred and some odd thousand codes no but here's the thing once you've had to, or at least this is how it is for me, once I've had to look up something, let's just say a medication, you know, because medications change, oh my gosh, all the time as well. Um, and let's say I don't know what something is. As soon as I look it up, then I remember it. Or if it's a mistake I've made and I've had to, let's say the long-term care red book uh survey book you know i have things tabbed because those are places where i've had to look something up and then i remember it better and you don't you won't ever do it like that again right and yeah the thing that i told um my my office mate was like look the greatest takeaway from this, in my perspective, is not not to be so set in the security that you know what you're doing. 
and remain open to the fact that you're you're going to make mistakes too. But you're going to not know stuff. Right. And we make mistakes every day. I mean, mm-hmm. we are not perfect. You're going to screw up and you just need to come to terms with that. And you know what? I've screwed up enough. I am very comfortable being a screw up. <laughs> I am so comfortable not knowing what the hell I'm doing and just doing it anyway. Um, and it's right. not that I don't know what the hell I'm doing. It's just, you know, you can't know. know everything. So you just can't have know to, everything. You That's know. why there are those reference books. And then once you have that reference book, oh, Raven's back for another chapter. She's, she might start talking. You want me to move this bag so you can take your chair? Here you go. Come join us. Come on, join us. Um, that, I think it's important that, you know, yeah, you're going to look things up. You're going to not know stuff. You're going to screw things up. But once you do know the reference and you do know the rule and you do know you're engaged in it and you know you know it, yes, and it I makes will sense it. to you, mm-hmm. then you will know it. And that's why I have those tabs mm-hmm. because then I can go to that surveyor when they say, well, why did you do it? Th- why didn't you do this? Well, because it actually says right here, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. So that is why I did it the way I did it. Exactly. Yes, yes. So, and yes, I understand those. like those silly coding moments. rules where it's like diabetic chronic kidney disease and hypertensive kidney disease all have to go before the kidney disease, but the anemia from in chronic kidney disease goes below it. And it's ridiculous to try to think yes. that you're going to remember all of that. It's right. just ridiculous, you know. Uh, yeah, no. And that's just one no. example. That's just one part of one example. I know. You know? I know. Yep, yep, yep been there done that yeah and that's now both my cats are singing the song of their people yeah fletcher's in the back howling and raven's up here meowing at us okay so have anything good this week anything you want to talk about um ooh, i had an i'm taking care of an awesome awesome wound mm. um uh, 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 it is from necrotizing fasciitis, fasciitis. Mm, flesh-eating uh, disease. Flesh-eating disease. And Nothing like a good you, old staph infection to make your day. <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, it started from a very, 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 I don't want to give too many details, but it started like everything starts from a little bitty little bitty sore little bitty I can't say the word uh, because then it could be you know tracked out so it started from a little bitty sore on this on this patient Mm -hmm. and because of where it was and clothing rubbing on it it just kept getting worse and worse and it it caused a very large because they had of a course it, you you have to um, she had to go under surgical debridement where they actually put her under um, a general anesthetic so they put her to sleep she mm-hmm. actually went to an operating room where they put her put put this patient to sleep. And um, had to cut it all out. 
Yep. So it left a significant, significant wound. It actually made two wounds because of where it was. Because you can, when you cut, you know, when you put it all together and it only goes um, so far. Because when you make certain surgical incisions, you have to cut more so that you can put the skin together without having uh, imperfections or ripples or um, what's the word I'm looking for? Dimpling. Um, dimpling, uh, uh, dimpling or a, a puckering. Yeah. Uh, so. Okay, Raven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I was, I was re-frustrated. Um, it does frustrate me for a patient to go to the hospital with no wounds and then come back with a stage four. Yeah. Now, now, do we call and hotline that hospital and say that they neglected this patient because now they have allowed this patient to get a stage four wound? What, no. what were they doing for prevention? No, no. But let's reverse that. Let's reverse that. Let's say I have a patient who had a wound that uh, I had been treating for a couple weeks, and uh, they go to the hospital, and let's say it's a stage two when they leave me. They go to the hospital. Do you know that hospital will hotline you? Yeah. Now, I'm not sure. I'm sure there are, and I know that there are, homes, long-term care facilities out there that do not provide a very high level of care. Okay? There's good and bad and everything. Right. And yes, I, I'm sure, I'm sure there are those homes that, yes, have not done their due diligence to prevent wounds because it's not as easy as it may sound um, sometimes. The reason being is because you might have a non-compliant patient, which is a patient who does not want to follow the medical suggestions and plan of care put forth to treat whatever you're treating. That's not always all her fault. Right. So it's frustrating for a hospital who has very little information of a situation to do that and cause that kind of upheaval, right. upheaval in a building. It just blows me away. Now, not that that was done this week. <laughs> Or last week, for that matter, I it just it just stirred it up, you know. Um, but it does happen frequently where they go to the hospital and they uh -huh. come out with a stage one, two, three, four, you yep. know, because yep. they're mm -hmm. so worried about medically treating the acute illness that they forget basics like turning their patients, like turning their patients, well, or but because they have those beds, those super awesome beds, they don't need to turn their patients, but then they come out with stage two, threes, and fours. Like, what the hell? Which, which goes to prove 
liar, liar, pants on fire, you have to reposition and offload your pressure every couple of hours, especially with when your you fancy are, especially when you are in a compromised uh, situation, which leads you to be a patient in a freaking ass hospital. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Also, here's another thing that frustrates me. I guess we're going to call this conscious frustrations. Uh, another thing that frustrates me, dump day. Friday. Anybody in the medical field knows what day that is. Thursdays and Fridays, dump day. <laughs> uh-huh. Especially if it's a holiday weekend. Oh, my gosh. Better, oh, my gosh. Oh, my you gosh. better yeah. damn straight believe Thursday and Friday. So, yes, in the last couple of days, we have received. We have two. Boo-coo. Boo-coo admits. Yep. We got referral uh-huh. uptick. They're, they're yep. dumping before the weekend, before the holiday and weekend. And Friday, <laughs> we literally had an admit that was going to be picked up for transport at 7.30. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. That is a very significant, that was our last admit of the day. And I think Friday, I think we had four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So for you non-medical people, dump day is when the hospitals in the area say get out are kicking their patients out of the hospital before the weekend. And they uh-huh. dump them to their referral sources. They put them in SNF. Uh-huh. They put them in nursing homes. They send them the home you, on hospice or home health. They kick. They're just. They <laughs> will put you wherever just they can find a spot for hunting, your body patients out of the hospital like they are practicing field goals baby they just get them mm-hmm. the hell out bye yes it's amazing that on that particular day everyone's insurance said we won't pay past this point get out so it is a it is a case of the medical community saying i don't know where you're going and i don't know how you're getting there but you can't stay but you here. ain't staying here <laughs> There's a window and a yep. door. Pick, but get the uh-huh. fuck out. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Because you got to keep that patient to nurse ratio just where it's supposed to be. And on a holiday, ha, huh, that's when you have the least amount of staff. Now we're not to the holiday yet. But they were practicing. I swear they were practicing no, but we're the preparing. drill. I swear we're they were preparing. Pr- they were practicing that drill this uh-huh. week because it was like Thursday and Friday, especially. It was like, we got another one? What are you talking about? Like now? Now? Yep. Yeah, not, not one. We got four more now. I even said, hey, I just got my wound numbers down. I literally have gone from. 25 wounds down to 13 pressure wounds. Nice. Yes. Oh my gosh. We've worked so hard. Now we have all these admits. Oh my goodness. I literally took dressings off of a patient's legs that I just went ah uh, I 
I don't I don't even know where to start. Soap and water. <laughs> uh, I, 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 yeah. I had to go out to my treatment cart and get a Stacks. big bottle of saline because I was going through so many bullets. I said, this is ridiculous. This is wasteful. Let me go get a big bottle. So, so I could soak Una boots off. Because they've been on so long. And they dried that dry. And the legs underneath were a hot were mess. Eight, were eight up with stasis ulcers. ulcers. Yeah. Each leg had one, two, I'm counting them because I'm pulling them up in my head. One, two, three. Four, five, yeah, at least five. And we're talking summer, two centimeters by two centimeters by so we're talking, 0.2. So we're talking uh, dime size with a little bit of depth to all the but, way up to like silver dollar size with Oh, depth. yes. And yeah. then, the, then there were some that was like seven and a half centimeters by six centimeters with 0.3 depth. And that goes into the muscle tissue at that point, people. And it was at the Achilles heel. Ow! You ain't a kid. And, and, they were, don't get me wrong, you want wounds Wounds have to have moisture to heal. They, you have to have good, vibrant, bloody, bleeding tissue to heal. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't have to worry about the blood part because uh, had a little wow, blood it on. was it it mm-hmm. it was sustained by the una boots, but the minute those una boots came off, there it it. It was a little bit a blood of a bloody bath. mess. You had a bloodbath. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So venous yeah, stasis um, ulcers, when circulation is decreased and inflammation or swelling is increased, or you have peripheral vascular disease or peripheral artery disease, either from diabetes, high blood pressure, or just plain occlusion of your veins and your lower extremities just because which um, all translates to shitty circulation shitty circulation in your legs for whatever reason um the and blood sometimes have, yeah. can get down there but it just can't quite but get it gets back trapped up. you don't you're you don't have enough oomph to make your blood circle back around and come back up yep and so so, so it gets trapped down there and your cells in your tissue are teeny tiny microscopic and then when they get full of all of this extra fluid and blood that can't go anywhere it eventually bursts and when it bursts well we all know what happens to a balloon when it pops it creates an opening which which then is a wound which is job security for me but trust me trust me i don't need that much job security please i'm sure you could busy yourself doing something else you got other wounds clearly you don't need these yes 
Yeah, but you know, um, and a lot of times those Venus it, it is <clears throat> it is a little welcomed for the sense that it is different than a pressure ulcer. Yeah, so I was just getting ready to so say of that. Course, so of course your treatment is different, and you have usually you don't just have those wounds that you're dealing with. Usually there's uh, it, of course, inflammation. So there's swelling usually in those legs that you're also having to monitor and address. And you know, there's there's always uh, those, a little something that makes you think outside of the box. A exactly. Little. And those venous stasis ulcers, because of the swelling, the inflammation, the circulation not being as great, what ends up happening is they ooze a lot of fluid and just like a yes, lot of you, drainage you want good moisture in a bed but too much moisture can overfill the cells and create them to get larger and delay healing and yes and, and then and because of the lack of circulation and all of these things that factor into them those of course are not pressure ulcers those are chronic non-pressure ulcers and they mm -hmm. tend to be long term because they are comp more complicated and complex to get to heal because of the factors we've just talked about. So, And a lot of times, if you've had venous stasis ulcers uh, before, your chances are you will get them again, again. Because now those areas are damaged. They're weakened. They're, um, that yeah. skin isn't fresh and, and intact anymore. And they can be hard to get rid of. Yeah, they're tough. Hard to get rid of. Yep. They are. Yep. They are for sure. So, I did have those. And I mean, I get venous stasis ulcers, not me personally, but I mean in in work. Um, I do get them because, of course, you know, the elderly, they have their circulatory issues. You know, your heart and your uh, breathing and all of that. Uh, does work together and that is your circulatory motor system um, and uh, of course sitting in a wheelchair what happens uh, it cuts off your circulation at your knees and your uh, legs then are more dependent so that also aids for all of that extra fluid uh, and everything to get trapped in your lower extremities and not be able to get uh, sent back up to your heart to then be recirculated again. So I do get venous stasis ulcers, but of course not as often as I get pressure. Um, and of course, because we do have a skilled unit, I do get a lot of surgical wounds. And um, I like that. I love surgical wounds too, because I like seeing a surgeon's work. You can tell uh, dressing a, taking care of a surgical wound, if you really like, you can tell which surgeons do really good work and which are just sloppy as shit and they cannot tie a knot for nothing. Yeah. Not right. in a straight line. And you're Not on the list. Not in a straight list. line anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you just want to call and ask, were you closing your eyes when you drew this, when you cut? I mean, what what was yeah. your purpose here? What, what were you I mean, doing on that? Were you yeah. playing connect the dots or what? Yeah, yeah, it makes you. But wonder. yes, I do. I so am loving being 
a wound care nurse and actually being able to really see the progress of a wound and how it all works in filling in and healing. And, and if this doesn't work, well, let's try this and learning about new and different um, products to use. And I had no clue that there were so many skin replacement products. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Grafts no, and mean, like all these like uh, yeah. mesh yes. type grafts that they put into these. Yes. It's like, okay, yes. take this off, but leave the graft in. And you're like, where the hell did that come from? And it looks like it's, you know, a piece of adaptic or something, but that's actually a graft, you know? And you're like, what the hell? Yeah. What? I literally had that on a heel and I was like, reading the orders you know because when I get um, a new patient before I even go to do my skin assessment I have certain things that I read through first of all I read through their chart I looked at all I look at all scan documents from the hospital to really see what got them to the hospital you know to like fill in the blanks and the timelines of who this person was from the hospital to me and what transpired for them um the more I know when I go into them, that helps me immediately build that trust. Because if I walk into the room with my information and allow them to fill in the blanks, if I already know something that shows that I did my research, that I cared enough, that I looked in to who they are and why they're there, you know, and what's going on with them. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times I've helped fill in their blanks because obviously when you're at the hospital you're really sick usually you know and um are really you know going through something and a lot of times after having surgery or uh or a stroke even covid you come out and there are things that you don't really remember things that transpired that unless you read your medical record you may not know happened because these things occurred while you were either under anesthetic or under the influence of pain medications or whatever. Um, Look, you were either you under were, it or you were out of it. One of the or two. Or you were out of it. Yeah. Yes. Or you're, or, or you're trying to come out of it, you know, and, and in acute situations, it's a time does not stop you're the people they're moving to try and take care of that acute yep. immediate need um so i go through that i look at what the charge nurses have done from the time that person was admitted to now when i'm going to go see them you know um so i'm learning a lot uh i'm rehoning and perfecting my medical terminology uh so yeah i am really finding a way to love my job in the in the war zone right you're loving what you're doing in the environment that you're in like it's like mm -hmm. well this i don't have to love this environment to love what i do or Maybe I no longer have to engage uh, in the war zone. 
engage in the war zone or engage in some of the soldiers, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I just walk around and do, you know, uh, do my job, what's expected of me. Right. Uh, and let's just say you were going to leave. Would you ethically, how would you go about doing that? Would you like, if you were going to go to a competitor, would you like take their company files or start oh, lying? Oh, no, that's, that's, that's against the law. That's or would you like uh, every, start lying to um, referral sources so that they could then become your referral sources at a competing company or something like that? I think that's bad business. Like, let's say I was so unhappy that, yes, I'm going to leave. And so I tell some of the charge nurses that I do have uh, a good rapport with. I have built a, a team mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, that I know that when I'm not there or if they are needed to do the wound care or some, or help me in some way, I know I can count on them and I can trust in what they say and what they're going to do. So let's say I was going to leave. And so I share with these nurses and I, I think it's wrong to even for me to say, you know what? They have openings when I, they have openings where I'm going and you know what? They pay this amount I don't know what you're making now but you know here's what they pay and yeah you ought to come over there and yeah come on that'd be so cool you can even use me as a reference I've already crossed the line I'm poaching I have already crossed the line now I will say that it's a different scenario when you worked with somebody for 13 or 14 years you work at the same place you go you get a really good job and you're telling your friend this is the offer that they made me. By the way, they are hiring another position. And you know that your friend is looking for another job. Not, you should come too. This is a friend inside and right. outside of work. You know, that you're, you're, you've been friends with longer than you've worked at this job, say, for example. You know what I'm saying? That's then a different my loyalty. Scenario. My loyalty is a little different. My loyalty, yes, is to my the company that I work for, but my loyalty But you have a relationship to my family friend. first. Right. And that friend, if we've been friends that long, the way that I am, you're kind of my family. And so my loyalty, yes, is a little different in that scenario. Yeah. But there's a there's an ethical line that you cross when you start yeah, mm-hmm. poaching, when you start telling and, this person and that person and this person and And I think yes, I think it is wrong for you to start a new job at a new building. And then before you know it, you start seeing all these other new staff members and you start talking and you find out that they worked at the same place that this person worked at who just came from. And they're in a management position. And now you have brought all of these people. Well, guess what? They're loyal to you now. If those people were so fucking great over at that other place, why aren't you there? Yeah. If there were this many of you. What happened? What happened? Also, if if you have this entire posse of people that you've surrounded yourself with, 
where's their loyalty? Is it to the company you're working for or is it actually just to you and yours? It's just to you and yours. And then here's what happens. Now you've played favorites because now you have one of the one of your posse down the hall with a non-posse member and let's say your posse is having a really lazy i don't want to do shit this day and so now the hall partner wants to come and say something to you well guess what happens that person on that hall ends up getting fired in three months because everybody circled the wagons to attack that person Yes, because they were a non-posse member trying to get a posse member in trouble is how it's looked at. And so you just take one place of shit and now you've moved it to another place. That's all you've done. That's all you've done. You've taken these people and you've brought them over here and now you're playing favorites and it's pissing all the other people off. And so now you're, it's just such a, crazy vicious cycle that should not should not occur now if i tell you that i'm leaving and where i'm going mm-hmm. and then you want to come over and you want to ask hey do you know are they hiring any other positions then i'm going to answer your question do you know what they pay for that no i don't well i think i'm going to go fill out an application can i use you as a reference you sure can and man it'd be so great to work with you again that to me that's okay that is that's okay yeah Yeah. Yeah. then if i'm that unhappy that i'm leaving i will give the proper notice correct i will look in my handbook or i will ask my hr person who isn't going to know because she still doesn't know anything um anyway that's a whole nother topic uh so when i would get my answer i would give the appropriate notice Mm -hmm. now there have been times that you get a new position and they can't wait that long right so, yes, I'm sorry. That would shorten my notice. And I would explain it the best I could, uh, the most truthful way. And if you didn't like that, well, that would be your problem, not mine, because I'm leaving you. So I really, you know, I've already lost interest. Um, although I would do the same job for you the that I've been doing. The whole time I was there. The whole time I was there, clear up. To my very last day. Yes. And yes. I and I would follow the legal and ethical right do the right thing too. That's the whole that's my whole point. It's like just do the right thing. Don't you know what you're doing is wrong when you're doing the stuff that you're doing. Don't do that. Just, just you know do the right you know who thing. you are. Yeah, you all know who you are. And if you don't, give me some feedback and I'll let y'all know who you are. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I think you guys do need called out on it. To uh, If you're not going to make yourself accountable, then I do think it is my job as a, I don't know, mandated reporter to make sure you are doing your job the way you're supposed to in all honesty. Yeah. 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 You know? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, on that note... 
We're not going to fix unethical people who choose to do unethical no. things because no. they can. Just because yeah. they can doesn't mean they should. Um, we, we've covered that a couple of times over. Just no. because you can get I away know. with it and you can do it doesn't mean you should. You know um, what? Do do the right thing when no one is looking. Yeah. Just no. Do the even right if thing when you feel scorned. Right when you feel angry. When you feel upset. When you feel like somebody's wronged you. Still do the right thing. You know why? Because karma is a bitch. And you know That's what? Right. That so will hold them accountable. Throw... That will hold them accountable, and that will cause more problems for that set of people that set of circumstances will write itself in the end that ship will write itself in the end and it will be better it than will. any bullshit construct that you're it trying will. to create so just and let it, may, it fucking go and it may it may take a while for the karma bus mm -hmm. sometimes the karma bus is really fast mm -hmm. and but sometimes the karma bus is kind of slow and takes a minute. But the karma bus, I promise, karma bus does come around. Mm -hmm. And it will, it will, it will get you. Mm -hmm. Eventually. It will. It, will. it yes. absolutely will. And all the um, blaming of everybody else that you've done and pointing that it's somebody else's fault or that they don't know what they're doing or it's their fault. It's their. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. going to come back on you. That's going to sure come back is. on you. Yes. Um, here's a change of subject. I really do feel that I handle the heat differently since I've had COVID. Yeah, you said that last week that it was draining you. Yeah. Today, again, I was in the sun for two hours in the pool with the grandsons. That's not Two very hours. long. Mm -mm. And it's mm -mm. really, it's hot. Don't get us wrong. I'm, I'm, and I'm in the pool. Right. Uh, yeah, some of it I laid out on my little slice floaty. of pizza floaty that I love. And when I'm ready to get in the pool, nobody better have my pizza slice because that is my floaty. I yes. love it. Yes. Anyway. So I was laid on that, you know, laid out for a little bit too. Two hours. It's not that long in the pool. In that two hours. Now, I've already gotten out. And I don't go back in. All I want to do is sleep. Literally. Yeah. Are you drinking I, water? Are you drinking enough uh -huh. water and all that? Okay. Well, am I ever going to drink enough water? No. no. My body... My body would revolt if I drank the appropriate amount of water. But am I? Yes. Yes. So that right there is an improvement. But I not only laid on our sectional that we have on the back porch and slept for probably a good hour. Yeah. When I came in and ate, I thought, okay, yes, let me eat. That's going to rejuvenate me. That's what it is, you know. No. No, I, I ate and I literally set an alarm on my phone so I could wake up 
and record. And I still feel just like not I don't feel drained just right now like I did. I just yeah, I'm tired. And um that's odd. That's so odd for me because last year if the sun was out and there were days that I went out there and it was a little hazy and that is the best sun bathing time is when it's hazy. I don't know that I'm going to be able to do that this year. Yeah. I'm going to have to take breaks and when I take breaks, I'm going to have to come in where it's cool because there was a point where I woke up when I woke up from my nap. What woke me up was that I was just so hot that I just felt like like I just could not get enough get enough air get enough breath and that that is not normal for me sure usually I am a water sun oh yeah girl And no, it's not that I'm getting older. That doesn't happen at 52. Come mm-hmm. on. And I don't have congestive heart failure. I don't have any medical diagnoses that would affect my breathing uh, capacity or ability in, you know, heat or cold or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. My And I don't know why I think that, but when I, the first time that happened, a couple weeks ago or last week, whenever it was, I'm trying to think when, because two weeks ago I didn't get in the pool, but I think no, maybe it was I last did last Yeah, you were talking did, about it I last I think week. I did last week. Um, the first thing that came to my mind was oh my gosh, is the heat affecting me differently since I had COVID? Mm-hmm. That that was my immediate thought. I don't know why, but that's well, really that fa- the only the fatigue, thing. Well, the fatigue and the breathing may have reminded you of COVID when you had COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, that may have, Right, yeah, right. And that's that. what I was, that's what I was going to say. That would have been the last time that I was sick that affected those two, you know, abilities are those two things. Sure. Yep. So I don't know. I'm going to uh, eventually uh, do some research to see if there's any correlation. Uh, but it could also be, you know, because we're still learning about yeah. COVID yeah. and we're still learning from COVID uh, and that leads me into something else. Hmm. I heard that some places were going to start mandating the next booster. Yeah, I haven't heard that. Um, I I don't know how I'm going to do that. Uh, you know, the I don't know that boosters, there's a there there. There's a booster that that 
they totally jacked my system up for a week. My stomach alone for a week. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't think anybody's mandating those though. I don't know that I want I don't know that I want to do another another booster. I really I really don't think I want to, but how would that work because how could is there a way to use a uh Uh, what's the word? Exemption, if you've already taken two boosters? No. Well, um, here's the thing. Well, here's I won't say no outright. There might, there might be a dry spell for me then where I would not be employed if my employer ever uh, tried to mandate and force me into taking another dose of something that I flat out said I didn't want because I am going to, I would stand my ground and say, this is my body and I will decide what goes into it. And that would just mean that I wouldn't work for you because no one is going to tell me what I have to put in my body if I don't want that in my body. I don't even have sex if I don't want to. So why would I inject something else into my body that I don't want? Right. Yeah. And I know those two things are so far from each other on this spectrum. But you know what I mean? I just, yeah, I mean, one's fucking it too. But um, I, yeah, so I don't know. Because no, I really don't want to be unemployed, you know, for, I mean, a long length of time, a month, that would be fabulous if you didn't have to work for a month and you shouldn't have to worry about your bills or nothing. Wouldn't mm-hmm, that be great? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what what is the uh, what is your safeguard there? How how do you how do you do that? How do you um, what am I trying to ask? How do you keep yourself from being forced into taking another? Well, first of all, I don't booster. think there's. I don't think there's a there. I got some big ass teeth. No, in you front. don't. Yeah. No, you don't. So I first of all, I don't think there's a there there. I don't think anybody's mandating the third boosters or whatever. I don't think there's a okay. mandate for it. People are recommending it and saying go ahead and get it. I haven't. I already had one. Because I was in a trial and then I got two Pfizer's and it's fine. Right, you right, know, right. What do I need to go? Yes. You know, get and the clinical for. data, just if you really actually dig into the science of the immunology of it, um, and I'm not saying anybody who's gone and gotten it is wrong. You know, if you if it makes you feel better and right. you feel like no, you want the no, booster, no, 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 go no. ahead. But the science yes. behind it, if you dig into the immunology and the actual response from your T cells and B cells and all those things, you have the you have them or you don't have them. And so this immunity study that came out of Israel that's led to all these boosters has they only tested for one. Um, 
antibodies, straight antibodies, not. And so, yeah, your antibodies, your straight antibodies do falter after a few months. And so but right, that doesn't mean you right. just go get boosted and boosted and boosted and boosted and boosted. Boosted, boosted. Um, because your actual storage immune system still has those stored in its memory banks. Um, and well, so, and just because something is there and it can be good to to help and protect you an overabundance of something can have a complete different effect yeah yeah and so you know i don't need my insides fighting itself time and time and time and time and time again i just you know if they mandated it it's been long enough that i've had mine that i i mean it's been a couple of years so it's it's fine i would be okay with getting yeah a different vaccine you know what i mean not i mean i would like to mix dose personally but that's just me and i don't i don't okay so tell me why do you want a mixed dose to see um because the studies have actually shown that mixed dosing gives better boosts in longer term immunity period when they've done the three immune tests the b the t the um some of the igg how is that though how why how they don't know they don't know okay, exactly. Okay, we'll see. I'm an answer girl, so I, understand I don't this, know that's going to suffice me. Well, you'd have to go delve into the studies, but the studies have shown that the mixed dosing, and what they're thinking is that you get a piece of the... I see. A piece know, of chocolate pie, a piece of coconut the crust, cream. You know, like uh-huh. you get... It's the same pie, so it's all a chocolate pie. This oh, gives I you, get you the whipped cream This gives you layer. this portion of this it. Gives this gives you the, you the graham cracker crust. Right, exactly. Ooh, I see. And so okay, the mixed okay, dosing okay. of it, even though your body is fighting parts of it, it then collects more, more fully a picture of the virus. You're getting more fully protected. Yes. Of the virus, the exactly. full virus. Exactly. Not just a piece of the virus and this strain of the virus, more of the whole, whole virus. Whole picture. That, and so... You know what? Now that you've explained it that way, that makes perfect good sense. Not that I'm still... No, no, I understand. I've swayed. No, I'm no, no, no. saying that that is uh, good information to help me visualize, since I'm a visual person, sure. to visualize how to make sense out of it. Well, and it, it bears out in anecdotally in my life because never had wild COVID, but was in the AstraZeneca trial and got the actual vaccination. Two weeks later, I got Pfizer. So I got mixed dosing with what most of this country couldn't mix dose with. And I've right. never, I've been exposed all over the damn place, but I've uh-huh. never had it. Hopefully it stays oh. that way, but... Okay, I have a good piece of information, and I'm not sure if I, why would I not be able to share this? Mm. I was told by a physician. You got to consider your source. And this physician is a general surgeon. Okay. So this physician also has a specialty, mm-hmm. which, yes, I think means you're a little smarter. Uh, but only um, in your area. Go ahead. True. Go ahead. Um, that if you take betadine or iodine and you dilute it with a, nor- with a little bit of, they use normal saline. Mm-hmm. 
I'm sure you could use tap water. But okay, normal saline, dilute it. They keep it in a little container in their vehicle because, you know, this doctor now travels from place to place to place to place. And they take a little Q-tip before and after they go into a building and they swab a little bit of that inside their nostrils. This doctor had a family get-together. Several, several, several of people that this doctor had close contact with caught COVID all at the same time. Guess what? This doctor did not. So, I'm thinking... Why wouldn't I believe that? Well, because, okay. Yeah, you can try it. You can you can try. It. Anecdotally, it sounds great. There's anecdotally that sounds great, but there's and, no there's I no mean, data to back that up except that anecdote. So, how do you know that? Have you researched that? Yeah, there's uh, been studies you... that people have talked about this and debunked what he oh, said. I've or never she heard said. that. Yeah. But there can be people who can try and debunk everything. It doesn't mean that their debunk is any more truthful than Yeah, but when you have a clinical control double-blind study with several people as opposed to one person saying that this happened, that it could have been for many, many reasons. Well, I don't believe that this one person made it up. So I think oh, that I'm not they got their that information they from somewhere. No, I'm sure. So I'm sure. It's the same thing I'm, with like hydrochloroquine. There's been lots of people man, who say... I think they're I'm gonna I'm gonna try it I mean it's not gonna hurt you to try it it's not gonna harm I'm gonna anything try it you might if as well it's, uh, if it's another uh, form of protection that doesn't mean it's a needle in my arm injecting me something or yet a different type of fucking mask to put over my face so I can so breathe my own breath for 10 hours of freaking ass a day uh, or goggles or a face shield. I am so over this crap. Oh, for sure. I'm I'm yeah. with you on that 110%. Yeah. 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 110%. And we've talked about it, you know, statistically know. speaking, you're going to I'll I'll have my day when I meet it. You know what I'm saying? I will have right. my day when I meet it, just like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just yep. it hasn't happened yet, thankfully. So hopefully Yes, thankfully. Hopefully that won't oh work. my gosh, thankfully. I don't want it anytime soon either. So No. No. Not at all. All right, let's shift. What are you listening to? Not a damn thing. Okay. Silence. Silence. I have needed I have needed some silence. That's important every now and then. Uh huh. Yeah, just to like shut everything down and just ah. Mhm. Yeah. Mhm. That's a good thing. That is a very good thing. Yeah. I'm uh trying to uh get back into meditation, mm. but it's very hard. It's very hard for me to shut my brain down. Mhm. 
it's like I'm so exhausted from that. Damn, who the hell wants to meditate now? I just want to take a nap. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. That's meditation. Yeah. Can't we call my nap a meditative exactly. retreat? Yeah, um, there's my there's my cardio and exercise. Um but I am gonna have to start working in some exercising mm-hmm. for some toning because I have an appointment coming up in August. Yep, you do. So, uh, yeah, a lot of things uh, in the works. I need to pick. I need to pick a date to uh, give this up. Mm-hmm. Um, those of you that, of course, can't see, because the only one that can see is Audra. Ha ha. Um, I'm holding up my Marlboro NXT pack. Uh, I need to pick a stop date. And I need to pick of a July. stop. I need to pick a stop date that. There you go. I was going to say, has can be significant enough to be done again. Independence Day. There you go. Okay. There you go. The day before I'm supposed to close on our house. <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, I might be a masochist for picking that day when you're going to close and move. But, you know. <sighs> well, I would definitely I would definitely be keeping myself busy. You would be, which is, you know, part of the key to success, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And I would have different, different rooms. So it wouldn't be, okay, when I sit down and turn on the TV when I come home. Phew, yeah, those light triggers a cigarette. Be there. So those triggers would be there. So you may actually have something to this. It might be a good start right there. And then you'd go into your house fresh with no cigarettes and no none of that, right? Um, for me, yes. But unfortunately, um, my husband is not going to uh, travel this journey with me. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't like smoking. I literally do it out of habit. It's a thing with my hands. I have held a cigarette in my hand for many, many years since I was 15, 14. Actually, probably younger than that because I was babysitting. Uh, Aunt Debbie uh, was the first person I um, stole cigarettes from. Marlboro 100s uh, had a gold filter, a white and gold package. Uh, Yeah. So um, thank you, Aunt Debbie. But actually, she's not the reason I started smoking cigarettes. Uh, It was actually because of Lonnie Cossie and Randy Jackson. Uh, You know, two young boys in the neighborhood that, you know, you kind of crush on and then you know you're with the girls hanging out with the girls uh stephanie and uh stacy and Lori. uh i won't throw out their last names i threw out my husband's because hmm, he's my husband what's he gonna do uh i threw out randy jackson because that was my very first husband and he is no longer living so it's not like he can get upset <clears throat> So that was like safeguard, you know. Uh, My husband still enjoys smoking. 
I do not. It is one of the nastiest, grossest habits, and it doesn't just affect you, the person smoking it. It affects your walls, your curtains, the clothes hanging in your closet. Mm, all the people living under your roof. Take, I'm talking, even if you live by yourself. Oh, yeah. Take, take something white, hang it in your closet, and then smoke in your house. Yeah, it's turning yellow or in brown. In your room. Mm-hmm. Yep, when you take that shirt off the hanger, you're going to have yellow on the seams, you know, wherever it was out towards to get like the most of the air. So it, and I read an article once in a medical journal years ago that compared nicotine addiction to heroin addiction. And they run very parallel. Mm-hmm. It is a very tough, it can be a very tough habit for some to kick and to kick completely. This is the first time I've tried to quit smoking. I have quit smoking. I quit smoking in nursing school. But that was because I was poor, single mom, and you either feed your children, buy your books, or you smoke. Right. So, I mean, right. that was kind of like a, uh, there wasn't much of a decision there. Um, now, I'm hoping, 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 hoping I will be successful uh, just because uh, whew, I'm having a hot flash. Mm. Oh, um, Because, yes, I really am trying to focus on getting more toned and fit. And I want to have an elective surgery. And, of course, smokers, you don't have fast wound healing. No. You you just don't. It slows everything down. And, and I need, whew, gosh, this is a, whew. Just having a doozy at one. Oh my gosh. Um, I, I don't want bad scars. Right. So, um, it's time. I, uh, tried earlier, a couple of years ago. I'm sure you'll remember. I do. My heart really wasn't in it. Uh, it was, but then... My mom and my stepdad and then mom got sick and they passed and it just, uh, I, I just know to this day that uh, being able to step away and have a cigarette at certain moments really did save me from exploding. So, um, but now I feel it, it, it's time. Sure. It's time. Yeah. It's time. Yeah. It's time. I hear that. Oh, so, yeah. So. That's kind of uh, what's on the forefront for me. Mm -hmm. And surviving this hot flash that, oh, my God. Clearly is a a wingdinger. Um, I have been listening to Stranger Things, Tell Him Steve Dave, the Tell Him Steve Dave Patreon. I've been listening to uh, True Crime Garage. And that's about it. Um, mm. 
I meant to say this earlier. I am so sorry for interrupting, but did you see that Tommy actually played? I saw. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, did. I just he, he wanted... played a couple. He played Tommy Tommy Lumberdozy, uh, yes. who we had on before. He played a couple months back who at a show. Also did who also did our uh, logo artwork, yep. our mm-hmm. logo. Um, but he played. So he played a couple yes. months back. Yes, but he did I remember. It, yeah, but his show last night. Yeah, he. Yep. Yes. So I thought that was freaking awesome. Yeah. I did too. I did too. So anyway, I just wanted to shout out those kudos to him in case he's listening. Yes, good job. I hope he goes and and does. I hope he plays some more uh, fun venues like that 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 are good for his acoustic set and things like that. So, I think it would be good for his soul. I, he's an artist. He needs to get out. And he do is, stuff like that, and I so. think it would be. It, I think it would be good for him. I think it would uh, make him feel a little. Uh, lighter maybe if mm-hmm. that's what i'm i don't know what uh phrase i'm looking for but yes a little lighter mm-hmm. you know yeah it's good yeah. for the so soul I it's good for my soul to see him out there doing his thing so. music always music is the best medicine for your soul i do think um and so that i i liked seeing that so my son just came in here and said, I am looking at Tanja on the screen. Why is she wearing that? She's wearing a... It's a, a, camisole. a camisole. What are you wearing on the screen? <laughs> it's like a... I'm wearing a camisole. It's a camisole. It's kind of like a tank top. Kind of like a tank top with spaghetti straps. Yeah. yeah. He's very embarrassed. Yeah. He's embarrassed. <laughs> you, you don't like blue? Well, I'm so glad that I didn't still have my bikini top. <laughs> Then. He would have really passed out then. He would have thought I was sitting here in, in my your bra. <laughs> I'm going to try that for next week. Just come on with just the bikini top on and let him come I in. Let him I come changed, in and try. Right? Oh, next week he won't be here. He won't be here. Oh, I'll have to do it the following week. The next week. week. Yep. The next week. Which, hopefully, it won't be next week. But in two or three weeks, we'll be recording. I don't care. I'm going to say it, bitches. I'll be recording in my new home. Yes. Did you figure out the internet From thing? my study. Um, OEC, kinda, I heard. OEC, I heard, was pretty good. Now. Okay, so you did just confirm something for me. I wasn't going to say it because I didn't want to jinx it and then be ignorant on here like I've never been ignorant on here before <laughs> that's so funny uh, but yes uh, Lonnie just said that some of the guys a couple of the guys that he works with lives kind of out in there somewhere Yep. and they are on that service I am going to commit murder tonight this fly I mean I am literally going to squash his guts out I'm saying he's about <laughs> to drive me literally insane and I can't get him gone but just know I'm hunting you and your cousins will smell your blood on my fly swatter and I'm serious about that uh, anyway <clears throat> mentioned that the OEC and that they have really 
really good internet and it's like supposed to be so good and so fast. We'll see. So you, by you saying that, because I was like a power company having an internet service. Mm-hmm. Huh. I had so never heard that before. I have a friend, my sweet mate. My so you just, yeah, you just confirmed that for me. I won't call me. her my sweet mate. My office mate. I don't have a suite mm-hmm. anymore. My office mate lives in South in Norman area kind of Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. but she's out a little bit and she has oec and then we have a listener my friend rachel hi rachel i think she has i don't know who she she uses somebody else but said oec and she's out she's gonna be your neighbor she's out there in choctaw so um yeah so there you have it Mm -hmm. okay Mm. they said that was good because I checked into Very it for you. good. I am so glad to hear that confirmation. Very good. Very good. Okay. Now, I guess I'm going to be stuck with the freaking Dish TV. But we have discussed really getting one of those fire sticks. Oh, yeah. I have a fire stick. Uh-huh. Because we pay for all of these uh, movie channels, HBO, Showtime. They show the same damn movies for months and months and months and months. And they say they have a new movie coming out. It's not mo- It's not new. It's not new. Mm-hmm. So I don't. Wa- we don't really watch any of those. So why pay for them? Right. I I do though want. A way, though, that we could still get local channels. Which you could get on Hulu for like 77 because, bucks a month. Well, and we already have Hulu and Disney Plus and Amazon So you Prime. would just get the bigger Hulu package and you can get local channels live on Hulu. Oh, you're so smart. Okay, good. Because there are still local channels that I watch in DVR programs, you know, so I would want to keep those. But I don't really care about, I don't like the dish because, you know, the wind blows too strong in one direction and your service is going to be jacked up. Yep. Yeah. So uh, that's kind of, that's kind of what we're working on. So, um, Give me the yes. Let me sign on the dotted lines. However many trillion there are. There's a trillion. Give me. Oh, I can imagine because you saw how thick the folder was of crap we've already had to go through. So. uh, And give us our keys. And let us just go. Let's just go on. Mm -hmm. Go on. Yeah. Lord, we need to get out there and clean out that green freaking pool before the frogs think it's their new pond. No, no kidding. I would not be surprised. Oh, yeah, they threw a bag of shock in there. You think a bag of... Yeah. It's going to take a little more than just one bag of shock. It is going to take a little bit more than shock, let me tell you. Going to need some algae eater in there. Mm Mm-hmm. Before there's 
uh, lily pads growing and frogs hopping around out there. <laughs> I mean, no, it is green, like yeah, like fluorescent green. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, what happens to a pool when no one's taking care of it? But at least there's nothing wrong with the pool. There's just a few minor things that they have to take care of. So, come on. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Liars, cheaters, and um, assholes uh, don't finish first. So, just remember that, people. That's my sound advice for the month, year, lifetime. Just remember it. And that's it. That's all I have. You got anything else? No, I think that pretty much summed it up, to be quite honest. All right. Well, so see you in a Till next, next week. week. <laughs> Who you fucking are. I want to take a minute to thank you for listening, sharing, and engaging with us, subscribing, and following our social media pages. Your feedback is invaluable to us. It helps us to know the stories and chapters to seek out. It helps to make us better. And we can't tell you how much that means to us. You can find links to all of our social media pages and everywhere we can be streamed on our Flow page. That's www.flow.page slash not in the textbooks podcast. If you have a second, please go to Apple Podcasts to rate and review us. Five star, please. It really does help out the show. Remember, we're in the middle of figuring out the crazy stories of our lives, so create a little kindness. Show some love and compassion, and if you can't because your chapter is just too hard right now, we're here for you and we're rooting for you, so just Just keep going. We hope to see you back here in the stacks digging up some stories and chapters for next week.